Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. And if this show helps inspire a meaningful conversation in your family, we hope you'll share it with your friends. Rate and review, and we'd love to hear topics that you'd love for us to talk about in the future. We are your hosts, the Williams family. I'm Jeremy. I'm Justice. I'm Lexi. And I'm Dana. All right, you guys, I meet people who are raising kids and they come to this milestone where their kid goes from being a kid to being a teenager. A lot of adults approach that with fear and trepidation. They are pretty scared of having teenagers. And I think that teenagers get a bad reputation that they don't necessarily deserve. I mean, I don't think it has to be that way. You know, in fact, the truth is, and I speak for both of us when I say this, we really like you guys. Like, we think it's fun to hang out with you. We enjoy being with you and talking to you and things like that. So what do you think is going on there? Why do you think teenagers get a bad reputation with adults? A lot of the times in movies, like teenagers will like sneak out or go to parties without their parents knowing or do bad stuff. That's not really how real life is most of the time. So you're saying you think media perpetuates teenagers looking like hoodlums, (laughs) hooligans. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. I think it's because every adult was a teenager once. Ah, we remember how we were. I think we forget how we were. I think both are true. (laughs) I think we remember some of the highlights of like, you know. (laughs) The glory days. I I think we remember the things we did, but we probably forget the thoughts and the feelings. That sounds pretty accurate. the, The part, like the things you do are not necessarily who you are at that time. And so you forget about the reasons why you did the things that you did. You just think about the things that you did, whether they were good or bad. Like why I put a plunger on my belly and walked around Panera Bread today. You did that today? I did do that today. Strong. Yeah. Power moves only. Bringing back plungers. <laughs> 2019, year of the plunger. That said. <laughs> Where did you get a plunger in Panera Bread? Mason had a plunger in his truck. Was it clean? Maybe. You're not sure. Probably. Mm. Make good choices, bud. Don't put a dirty plunger on your stomach. <laughs> That's a good life advice right there from Lexi. There you go. All right. So you guys are pretty good, <laughs> in my estimation, at talking to adults. I've noticed that both of you can carry a conversation with a grown-up without any trouble at all. I'm not sure that that's always the case with kids, but I guess I'm curious from you. Like, what has made that possible? Is it something that you learned along the way? Is it a personality thing? Is it that adults invited you into conversations? Like, how is how has that been possible for you guys to be able to... Just having a a good conversation with adults around you. Well, y'all grew us up around kids older than us pretty much 24-7, being youth pastors. and, um, But, I mean, we've always just been around people who are older than us, so. Youth group mascot for a long time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Getting thrown around like a dodgeball. In the pool? Wherever. Sure. Wherever. <laughs> in the sanctuary? Yeah. I would just, like, curl up in a little ball, and they'd, like, toss me around. You didn't know this? No. <laughs> Slacking. <laughs> Pretty sure you tossed me once or twice. I do not remember that The at stories all. you hear today may have varying levels of truth. <laughs> yeah, between one and ten. Like, somewhere on that scale. <laughs> that one's like a two, probably. I like, think maybe somebody tossed you once. All right, anyways. Go somewhere ahead. on that scale. Lexi, go. Okay. I think um, when we were, when me and Justice were growing up, 
our parents started conversations uh, between us and adults. And so I think that helped a lot. What do you mean by that? Started conversations? Like tell them about so-and-so or tell them about Squishy. this event. What? So instead of speaking for you, we asked you to tell your own stories Yeah. when it came to adults. Mm-hmm. And that helped? Yeah. Cool. Totally. Yeah. So if you were to tell other teenagers some things that have helped you along the way, what would you advise for them to do to talk to adults? Like, how would you help them not to be afraid of that? Because I I actually think it kind of goes both ways. I think adults are a bit afraid of teenagers, and sometimes teenagers are afraid to trust adults too. Let teenagers and adults know that we're the same. We're basically the same. I mean, mean, we're just different ages. Yeah, we are different ages. Sometimes different heights. (laughs) yeah and the truth is like we come from different generations Lexi and I were talking earlier today about how it's different for teenagers who are growing up today than it was for for Jeremy and I because we were teenagers before there was social media and internet and all that kind of stuff and so it makes a big difference for what it's like for you guys today I think it's harder to get away with stuff now than it used to be because somebody's gonna have it that was a lot of noise. Yes. It is harder. Yes, it is. Yeah. I feel like somebody anywhere is going to have it on video and then they're going to post it. Yeah, anywhere. that's true. You guys have to be aware of what you're doing at all times because it could be. It could go public it. and then go viral. I can't even say the word viral. Wait. Yeah. I wish I went viral. For something good, I hope. Yeah. So I think I was saying something about it's a different world. And so we have a different perspective. Like here's an example from childhood. When we grew up, we had to wait for cartoons. It would either be after school or on Saturday mornings. And you guys have grown up in a world where you get cartoons on demand whenever you want them. And so we have a different way of seeing and, and interacting with the world just because of our experiences than you guys have. And so I think that changes. Like our different generations have a different way of looking at the world. And sometimes that makes it harder for us to talk to each other and to understand each other. So what do you wish parents or adults in general knew about what it's like to be a teenager today? There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Social media. Is that something you feel like you have to worry about on a regular basis? So personally, I don't have social media. And so I don't worry about that most of the time because I'm really just talking to the friends that I get along with a lot. But when I'm talking to friends that don't always make me happy, then I know that there's something that could go wrong. I'm not always sure that something is going to go wrong, but I've had instances where friends have been mean to me, like on a group message or something, or they are saying stuff bad about another person. So what do you wish your parents or other parents or adults in general knew about that kind of a situation? I wish they knew that us kids will allow them to step in. Like lots of kids would let your parents step in and help. But a lot of parents think that, like from my perspective, like I think that a lot of parents will think that their kids should do this on their own. But sometimes you just want somebody to help. Yeah. So Lexi's talking from the perspective of somebody who's about to become a teenager. I think you're saying that you want a little more guidance, a little more coaching and help as you learn to navigate those relationships. Let me ask you, Justice, about the adults that you normally interact with. I'm guessing mostly they're teachers or People working with kids. Or youth ministers or youth ministry volunteers. People who have decided, I want to spend time with teenagers. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. But even like friends' parents, I don't normally have an issue with them just because 
mom tells me all the time I'm an old soul, so maybe that's why like it's easy for me to talk to <laughs> adults. 50-year-old trapped in an 18-year-old body. Probably. I feel like I, it. My knees feel like it. I don't think so. <laughs> but I will say, like, you're bringing up a really good point. Like, he spends a lot of time with people who have decided to invest in teenagers, including coaches. Uh, I think that would be another one that we got, could add to the list. But I think you're right. You also are able to talk to adults who don't necessarily do the same thing. Do you see your friends being able to talk to other adults in the same way that you can? Or do you see that as something that's a little different? I just find that a lot of my friends just act shy around adults. I mean, I think most most of the friends I hang out with don't have too bad of a time, just because most of my friends are very similar to me. But I do see a couple of my friends get more shy around adults, which I think is pretty normal. Which I do that as well. I won't say some of the stuff I would say to maybe my friends to an adult. You edit yourself a little I bit do. more. I do. So is there something that an adult could do to make a teenager feel a little more at ease? I don't know. Uh, Johnny Spiegel. He's pretty old, but he does a good job of like making me feel comfortable. And maybe it's just because I know him really well, but he's a cool guy and he likes what I like. We both really enjoy working on cars and talking about cars and Johnny's a great question asker. Yeah. And he when he looks at you, like you know he's very much engaged very, in what you're saying. Very much and listening. Yeah, like, he, he gives you like positive feedback, kind of like the mirroring you were talking about a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I we were I had a sales training recently for the company that I work for, and they talked about if you spend an entire conversation just asking questions, the person that you were talking to will come away from that conversation feeling happy about the conversation because they got to do all the talking. So I think that for, for adults... Uh, one of the best things to do to show interest is just like Justice was saying, ask questions, be interested. It'll make teenagers especially want to talk to you, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's completely accurate. And I think that's also what I was imagining in my mind. I just kind of like put a finger on what made me yeah. feel comfortable. So asking asking questions and actually listening yeah. is yeah. what I'm hearing. Because a lot of times adults will do the, you know, I'm asking you a question to get you to see my point instead of asking a question to actually and I I am beyond positive that I am very very guilty of doing that with every person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so, um but yeah, I think I mean obviously we can always improve. Uh Dana and I are not setting ourselves up as expert parents nor are Justice and Lexi setting themselves Goodness, up no. as expert children in this room. So I'm an expert child. <laughs> you're really good at being a kid. I'm Except really good at being a you're child. 18, so you're not a child anymore. Sadness. Oh. Okay, so I was going to tell you guys that one of the things that I've been thinking about doing this summer and it's slightly nerdy is starting like a question journal or notebook or something with, wow, Justice got really excited. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. But I want to like write down good questions that will start conversations with people. Go. Okay, so <laughs> I just thought of something like relating of like for adults to relate to kids. Oh, if, good. If you want to, if an adult wants to spend time with like a teenager or whatever, ask a teenager what they want to do and teenagers like have an opinion like, let your voice be heard or else you're going to do something that some old fart wants to do and you're not going to like it. Um, so you're saying you would like for someone to come to you and say, hey, Justice, I want to hang out with you. What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go grab Chick-fil-A and 
go go ride go karts. Go ride go karts. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Do idea. you want to come help like me work that. on my go to an arcade? Sixty five Mustang. Oh, yes. Do you think it helps to have an activity that you're doing together to help foster some of those conversations rather than just sitting in? Yeah, for sure. It's exactly like a friendship. Like, that's what it is. You're just fostering a friendship. So, like we talked about in the Friends episode, you have to hang out with uh, someone for 50 hours just to be a casual friend. Now, you're not going to spend 50 hours just staring at a TV watching cartoons with somebody else like occasionally saying something you're gonna be out and about doing stuff well i mean you could but that would be weird or sitting on a couch playing video games you're gonna be actively doing something bonding over something so yeah so I mean, find something in common and find something together. in common that you want to do with a person of a different age so lexi just um just the other day um went and hung out with uh, an older uh, person, an adult, um, and an older person, an older person. <laughs> she's no. a young adult. She's a young adult. Yes. So not an old lady. Lexi, what did, what did she do that made you feel comfortable and made you want to talk? She asked me questions and she let me ask her questions. So I like, I like asking people questions. Sometimes I don't typically like being asked questions. But she opened it up as a two-way thing, like, I'm going to ask yeah. you some, and you can ask me some. So it was it was more mutual. Yeah, so I like learning things about people. So, like, it was actually good for me because I got to ask her stuff that maybe I didn't already know already. And also, we went and did some pretty fun stuff that I love doing. We went uh, to a bakery, and I'm a foodie, so <laughs> that was, like, really exciting. I got to eat my grits. Yes. Um, and then uh, we also, like, we brought some macarons to some people across the street who didn't have homes, so making their day was a lot of fun. Um, and we didn't even plan that, so that's the thing I love even more. Like yeah, spontaneous. As an adult who hangs out with teenagers, you guys and sometimes other teenagers, do you think an activity to go along with that time is is pretty important? Because I heard you both say it. Yeah, Yeah. so that's pretty helpful. I'd say, so like say you're going to a party with like your parents or whatever, and there's a whole bunch of older people there. You're probably going to feel awkward because you're, at least this is from my experience, I am normally one of uh, the oldest kids there and the youngest adults so i never really fit into a crowd you're always kind of in between i'm always in between so i've like i said earlier growing up with people who are older than me i've always shifted over to the uh adults just because i'm able to talk to them but um sometimes that kind of like uh party atmosphere where you don't really know anybody and there's not really a activity to do feels awkward sure one of my favorite small group memories is when uh, the moms were sitting at the kitchen table at the Wyatt's house, and you and Garrett came and you sat with us, and it was just a fun time, and we laughed, and we and I think the ladies made comments afterwards about just how fun it was to hang out with you guys, so that that was kind of unusual, but but we loved it. It was fun. Um, I feel like a lot of the time when my parents are like talking to their friends after church or something or. They're at a party. I feel like I can go over there and, like, just talk 
with them. Yeah. Like, feel normal. Even if they're not asking me stuff, it's just, like, I'm a people watcher. So I just listen to their conversations, and that makes me happy. Like, a lot of kids just like to listen. I think a lot of adults think that teenagers don't want them, don't want to talk to them. And I'm hearing, at least from these two teenagers, that they do like to talk to adults and they want adults to be interested in them and talk to them and that sort of thing. And so just valuing what they say is important. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversation to you and your family, we want you to consider this verse as you talk. Paul was a mentor to Timothy, and we have some of the words Paul wrote to him about being young. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you teach, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What is one way you'd like to grow in the way that you relate to teens or grown-ups? Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Let's get it.